All right, welcome back to another episode of Petty's Pod. We have a very special episode coming up for you guys today. Evan Canellos and Jake Fegan coming on the podcast today to talk Nutria Boys basketball, the only thing to talk about right now going on in, in the sports world, to be honest. Um, very special last week for the boys. Evan Canellos, obviously, with the buzzer beater last Tuesday, and then a game-winning free throw on Friday, and then the boys just uh, pulled off another win yesterday in the state playoffs to go down to state this weekend. The semifinals on Friday in champaign at illinois stadium and then the state game would be on saturday so we're gonna get straight into this podcast gonna let's see what the boys are thinking right now going into state and uh, what, what they've been through over the last week so stay tuned it's a very fun podcast and let's get straight into it all right welcome back into the studio we got evan canellis and jake Fegan on call right now what's going on boys what's up tyler um so basically uh i know this is a very highly anticipated episode we're just going to run through the last kind of week and look forward to the next week of uh, nutria boys basketball jake we did a podcast i think about two weeks ago when you guys won your first two games in the playoffs a lot has happened since then so basically first question is what does the last week look like for you guys i mean we start off today is tuesday kind of the end of one week anniversary of your buzzer beater evan against gbs to end their season they ended your season last year i know that was great for you guys to get revenge then we moved to thursday evan coming in clutch again late free throw to win the game with five seconds left and then yesterday of course in a g league arena packed house you guys got the double again and are going to the state semis and going down to state on friday in champagne so evan i'll come to you first what does the last week look like for you in terms of like at school when you get home from games like has it just been crazy uh, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, it's really been surreal, I would say. Um, you know, in, uh, in the end game, I had the ball with like tw- or like a minute left. They weren't really pressuring, so we're holding for one. If you, wa- if you watch the tape back, I waved Jake off, but he came and set a screen, and I got to the rim. So I got fouled. I missed the first one. Pressure was on. Back in. And Ryan Cohen. Barely misses that last shot, and we 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 got we got by. Mm-hmm. We'll talk we'll talk about those games later. But Jake, what does the last week look like for you? Because, I mean, this is like as a fan personally, it's just it's been the only thing being talked about at school in terms of sports. I mean, school spirit's been based around you guys. Whether we have school on Friday was based around you guys. I mean, it's just been crazy. So, what has it been like for you, Jake? I mean, it's been a lot of fun. Just. Um, these have been a lot of big games and mean a lot to me and the team and the coaches. So to get these wins and have an opportunity to go down state and be for state championship means everything um, to me and the team. 100%. That's great. Um, let's talk about one of those two games that happened last week. Uh, let's talk about the second one, GBN. You guys, rough rough first, first half. I want to know what the halftime talk was like and the mood was in the locker room at halftime. Um, I think what were, do you guys remember what you were down, Evan? I'll come to you first on this question because I know you guys were down a, a little bit. You missed like a buzz. I think Ian missed a buzzer beater to get back into it a little bit. But what was the halftime talk looking like in the mood at halftime against GBN? I think it was twenty four fifteen and a half. Jake, is that right? Sounds about right. Yeah, we were down like nine. Um, it felt like the ball was kind of bouncing their way on a couple like fifty fifty balls and like. We weren't really rebounding well, but we knew we kind of had to get in transition more, not let them get set up. 
And um, we kind of played the second half with a lot more intensity and, like, we weren't nervous. We kind of took it to them. And we played, we played a lot better in the second half. Mm, 100%. Jake, what's your mentality going in? Because in the playoffs, until that point, you guys weren't really used to being down. Uh, what was the mentality going into the second half of that game, kind of having to come back from behind? Um, I think the mentality um, for me and for the team was kind of just um, to get the ball moving early. I feel like in the first uh, two quarters, um, we were a little stagnant offensively and didn't have an offensive flow, which is something I think our team thrives off of. So that was kind of um, an early point of em emphasis uh, for our team to get the ball moving early offensively. Mm -hmm. 100%. I mean, as a fact, like that, that game was actually crazy. Um, you guys had an insane fourth quarter uh, to get back into it and eventually win. So, Jake, this is this will be the third time we talk about your team's goals on this podcast. Um, Evan, obviously, I'll come to you again first. Jake, Jake and I have done two podcasts so far. We've talked about your team's goals. And at the beginning of the season, I remember Jake was saying about how there's a lot of new guys coming in. You guys need to bond together quickly, get some wins going, and get some momentum going into the playoffs eventually. And then go as far as, as you want, really, with that momentum and with the team chemistry. So you're going down to state now. Like, what were what were the expectations put on you guys, do you think, at the beginning of the season? Do you think you've exceeded them, or do you think that, you know, people were expecting this from you guys this year? Jake, you can start with this one. Yeah, I'll, I'll start. Uh, I feel like, from an outsider's view, the kind of expectations were kind of a down year. Um, as we talked about before, losing... A lot of key starters, kind of only one true returning, um, returning starter. Um, but I kind of, I feel like within the program, um, especially kind of speaking for myself, I would say the expectation was to make a deep state run. Um, otherwise, I'd kind of view the season as not necessarily a failure, but um, kind of a letdown for me because that was one of our main goals last year, and that's something that we really wanted to get for our seniors and just kind of get that experience um, and memories that we worked so hard for. So to have the opportunity to do that this year is uh, pretty special. Hmm. Evan, same question, but also like with all the expectations of last year's team and coming up short, I mean, what was like, how, how, how motivated were you this year to get further than you did last year and eventually make it to, uh, to the state run? Um, uh, yeah, last year when we lost, it kind of felt, like, super, like, out of nowhere and abrupt. And, like, Jake and I talked about this day. Like, that was, like, like we didn't know what it was going to be our last game, what was going to be our last practice, what was going to be our last time together as a team. And, like, that obviously, like, sucks to have it end like that. So, I mean, this year, whenever, when we got back, the season started, kind of had a little chip on our shoulder. Um, and I, you got to say that, like, um, we set a lot of goals at the beginning of the year and like I think we've accomplished every single one we had on the board to start the year but um which is kind of like surreal and unbelievable but um Jay said it in a, in a in an interview I think he said like um it's so wide open this year and like we still have more goals that we can we can set for ourselves this week yeah mm-hmm that's a that leads me into my next question, really. Uh, Jake, I'll come to you again. Like the first moment, whether it be 
the first practice you guys had or it be the last game beating Libertyville? Like, what was the first moment for you, Jake, and then I'll, I'll come to you, Evan, of, like, we can actually do this. Like, we can actually win state. We can actually go down to state. Like, what was the first moment of that realization for you guys? Um, For me, I think it would be wrong to say that I knew right from the beginning that we would be able to go down to state. I knew we had um, the potential and um, the players that were willing to work hard enough to get there, but um, did not, obviously you can't tell that those pieces would come together like they have so far. Um, we've had a lot of guys that have developed so much throughout this year. I think a couple of the guys are talking about uh, recently how like if we played ourselves right now at the beginning of the season, how we were, it would just, we would not even be close. We are so much better. Um, so I would say kind of it's really starting to click um, chemistry-wise and just talent-wise that everything's coming together at the right time for us. Mm -hmm. I have the same question for you. Like when was that moment of realization that you guys can actually get to get to this point that you're at right now? I don't think there's one specific moment, but there's definitely like accumulation of moment of different moments. Like I got to say, like before the year, Rolling Meadows was definitely the team to beat for us and the team to beat in our sectional. And like, they were like a favorite to like go down state and like potentially win it all. So I guess seeing them kind of like, like maybe like, or like us beating them was a huge moment for us to be like, this is possible. Like they're not immortal. Like we could definitely take them down. And then just, like, building confidence over the year, like, um, like I got to say, like, winning at Beardsley, at Evanston, um, beating GBS on the road early was big. And then, yeah, just, like, it's, it's just, like, accumulation of those moments. And then, like, yeah, accumulation of moments that just build up and you're like, wow, we can really do this. And then, yeah, we made it happen, so... I mean, I think, like, a trend from both of your guys' answers is, like, Jake, you kind of talked about how chemistry and talent kind of, you know, bundled up and kind of worked its way to this point and then eventually ended up working going into the playoffs, which is why you guys have been so good. And then, Evan, you talk about how things kind of went your way in certain games against teams that you were you were circling on the calendar and, you know, must-win games and stuff. Evanston at Northwestern, Evanston at home, like you said. Rolling Meadows, obviously, was a huge, huge game for you guys. Um, so it's just, I think, based off what you guys said, it's just a bunch of things that have just kind of come together at the right time, like you said, Jake, um, leading in this day, which is like why, which is why we believe that you guys have, like, you guys have as, as good a chance of it as anyone um, this weekend in Champaign. But next question is, you get home. This is kind of a fun question, especially for you, Evan. You you get home from GBS last Tuesday, a week ago. You see your you, your phone is obviously blowing up. You know, you're you're everywhere. What, what's what's going through your head? Are you kind of like, let's celebrate tonight and get back at it tomorrow? Or are you kind of like, let's get back at it tomorrow straight away? Um, I We definitely celebrated it that night. I think we went to Portillo's, I think, Jake. Yep. Yeah, we went to Portillo's. I remember Jake gave me a hug, and, I, and he said, thank you. And then um, I said something like, like, you're going to like, you're going to, like, we're going to be even after Friday. And, like, meaning, like, Jake was going to take us and, like, win us that sectional. So, I mean, we definitely enjoyed Tuesday night. And then and then we locked in. We, we, we learned we were going to play GBN. And 
were we were locked in that week of practice. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's awesome. I mean, Jay, kind of kind of going off that. Uh, Evan kind of mentioned it there at the end when when you guys learned that you were playing GBN uh, when they beat Meadows. Were you at that game first of all, Jake, or did you watch it? Oh uh, yeah, we were. I mean, uh, yeah. we were at that game. What, what was that like watching that game? Because I heard John said it was the craziest high school basketball game he's ever been at. So, um, yeah, it was a very fun game. Um, didn't necessarily have a favorite. Um, just kind of was there to watch, learn, um, pick up on both teams, but players' tendencies, and kind of be ready to play whoever who ended up winning. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, all right, next question is kind of like about last game and also going down to Champaign and Illinois Stadium. What was it like playing on the G League court? I mean, there was a ton of people there. The court's more spread out. There's, I mean, you guys had to wait an extended period of time. The game before went to double overtime. So, Evan, I'll come to you. What, what was it like playing on that court with the NBA 3 as well um, on the court with that many people there? Um, I'd say the biggest difference is just the size of the court. Um, against Libertyville, that definitely played to our advantage at the just because we, we wanted to play more of a full-court transition game, and they wanted to play it in the half-court. Mm-hmm. But also, um, playing on a bigger court, there's just way more space. And, like, if you come out in pressure, it's, there's a lot, lot more space to go by, guys. So, um, I thought it was weird that we were shooting with, like, a like a video screen in the back, and you could, like, see yourself shooting free throws in that second half. That was kind of That was kind of odd. Mm-hmm. But yeah, other than that, it's it's cool. Illinois is gonna be cool. Yeah, I think I think a huge say a huge advantage for you guys is the Northwestern games. Um, that gives you guys an advantage. What about for you though, Jake? As a shoot as a shoot as a shooter, you know how does how does the NBA three point line affect affect your your game, and how does the big court affect your game as well? Um, I would say the big court kind of I haven't talked about this, but. Uh, it just provides more spacing on the floor for your offense and especially transition. Um, if you're trying to get shots up in transition and just um, play faster, which Evan touched on again, um, played to our advantage, I think. And then when it comes to the three-point line, um, I would say it's helpful to have um, maybe a deeper three-point line just for um, on-court recognition of where you are at times, but I wouldn't say it plays into it very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I got I got one more question before we talk about Friday for a second. Um, I know you've had your Evan, you've had your clutch moments in these playoffs, Jake. You've had obviously your your big shots as well. But what, what's been the what's been the underrated moment of the playoffs so far, Evan? I'll start with you. Um, an underrated moment of the playoff. Um, I guess kind of the element of just like not knowing when it's going to be our last day and like every day that like we've earned like we we got to celebrate that like that night like there was a time in that gbs game where like it didn't look like things were going to go our way and just like winning that game and then like realizing that like we have like three more days as a team to practice and play another game and like celebrate that night so i guess like all those different like team dinners and going out after the game like and just like being relieved that night that like we have more time together as a team would definitely be underrated moment I would say 100 I mean that's such a, like an off the court thing that people don't think about that that really plays a factor when you're trying to build chemistry going into the next big game um, something I forgot to do though 
uh, we keep talking about the GBS game. I forgot to shout out Coach Fricky. I mean, what a play call um, for you, Evan. Under the basket, wide open layup for the win. Jake, you set the pick on that. Um, so shout out Coach Fricky for an uh, awesome play call there. But Jake, what for you, what has been the most underrated moment of the playoffs so far? Um, I would kind of agree with Evan. Just spending time with the team. Um, I feel like we're a really close group this year, and everyone just wants to be together, and it's just so much fun. Um, and to know that time's kind of running out here, I think it's pretty special um, that we've gotten this far to the point where you kind of know, like, hey, this is our last practice on Thursday. We always make the joke, like, before a big game, like, last practice, last practice. But we all know it's not going to be the last one, but um, we know that Thursday's actually last practice. Um, so kind of having that definite ending, I feel like, is pretty special that only four teams really get that. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. I mean, yeah, that's a, uh, that's another good point to like bring up numbers. Like four teams in the state of all high school basketball teams in Illinois um, get that, and obviously Illinois is one of the best basketball states in my opinion. Um, just judging off the last few years. But let's talk about Friday for a second, really quickly. We'll start with uh, start with you, Evan. Just give me so far what you've seen from Bennett. Um, obviously, one of the best teams in the state. You guys have proven that you're one of the best teams in the state as well. How do you think you match up with them? We talked a little bit about it last night. Um, after after you guys won, and, and you know we both kind of agreed that you match up well. So just give me kind of like a rundown on Bennett so far. Um, yeah, they're definitely a good team. Um, I definitely say they're they're like guard oriented, but um, it's not it's not like they're ranked higher, I guess, and they only have one loss this year. So a lot of people say they're the favorite, but um, it's it's a game that like it's like. We can see ourselves winning this game, and like it's it's gonna be a battle. But we match up well. Uh, wherever they have a good player, like we have a good player, and it's gonna be a good matchup. And um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a battle, but it's gonna be exciting. Mm-hmm. Jake, give me give me the rundown of the next couple of days leading up. What are you gonna be focused on between now and Friday leading up to the game? Um, I think. Uh, just everything and anything you can do, um, and we can do as a team to be ready. I think that's what my focus on and everyone else's focus on, focuses on. So whether that be taking care of your body, doing other little things um, to make sure you're healthy, getting um, your shots up, all that stuff, practice, and then especially just watching film. I feel like that's huge um, and a big advantage that we can um, play to. So, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And then last question here, um, the fans. What do you have to say to the fans that are kind of debating if they should go down to Champaign and how much of an impact do they play? Evan, give me give me a thought, and then Jake. Um, it's I think it's a, it's like a – they probably don't realize how much it like means to us that if they go down and support. Because like when things don't go your way, you think back to GBS, GBN, and like – you're tired trying to like battle back into a game, like having a crowd there just to like push you. And it really helps give you energy and like, it really makes a difference. So we'd appreciate if everyone would come down also, like you get out of school. So mm-hmm. why not? Right. Mm-hmm. Jake, how much do you, Jake, how much do you think the fans play an impact on your game? I would kind of agree with Evan. Um, some parts I feel like while we don't depend on the fans, I feel like, Kind of when you're going on a big run, um, it can kind of fluster the other team a bit and elicit some more emotions when they're getting chirped a little bit. 
uh, I'm a little rowdy in the stand, so I think um, I show out tomorrow or Friday, get the green team there. So yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. And then just to wrap up the podcast, I asked Jake. I've asked all the hockey players. I've asked every athlete that's come on this podcast so far. Evan, I know you've been on the podcast, but I just started doing this. Who is your player comparison? We heard we heard Jake two weeks ago say he was like a Clay and Zion type of guy. Who are you going <laughs> to compare yourself to in the NBA right now? Do they have to be in the NBA? No, they don't have to be in the NBA. All right, so I try to model my game after Julian Newman. Um, uh, he's a great ball handler. He's a he's a he's a shot creator. He's a little guy like myself, and uh, he plays with a lot of fight, a lot of passion. And um, I think he's really a role model in the game of basketball, and um, very influential. And um, in middle school, like he had like a crazy mixtape, and he never let it get to his head. Always stay humbled and work. And, um, he's really a role model in basketball for me. Uh, that is a shocking take right there. I, I love it though. Um, to be honest, um, Evan, do you have one more? Do you have one more announcement uh, for Jake uh, about his Instagram, real quick? Oh yeah. So, um, Jake, you're probably gonna like. Aren't you gonna? You're gonna repost the pot, right? Oh, I don't run it. You, you don't run what? <laughs> I don't run it. You don't, you don't run your IG? <laughs> Alright, breaking news. Alright, breaking news. Everyone heard it here first on Facebook. Jake yeah, Fegan does... see this on my Instagram story, my Snapchat story. I mean, I guess Jake don't run it, but um, you'll see it on my story. Repost Petty's pod. Run this podcast up. And, uh, yeah. Alright, yeah, breaking news on Petty's pod. Jake Fegan does not run his Instagram. Um, kind of like LaMelo Ball, I guess, but... We move on. That's going to wrap it up for this podcast. Thank you, boys, for coming on, as usual. I know you guys are very busy right now, um, so always appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to Friday, first of all. Show out to that as well, um, like the boys said there. But that is going to wrap it up for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. All right, I do want to address what happened this weekend on Saturday. Um, All I'm going to say is, what happened happened and uh it's in the past so uh please try to move on and uh you know talk to me if there's anything to talk about and uh yeah we're just going to move on from that i do want to i did want to address it on this podcast though because it's hard not to and then uh yeah once again thanks for listening and uh we'll catch you next time